0: All righty, we're going to get started. It is Wednesday night. It is time for the Wankoito show. And, you know, sometimes I I think, wow, is it almost football season? Because as much as I love summer, and I love summer, it's my favorite time of year. It's my favorite season, especially if you grow up in Hawaii, especially if you grow up on an island. You just love summer so much, even though the weather is basically the same every day. Uh, the summer is a time where you make a lot of special memories and a time that you get to spend with uh, usually the closest people around you, your family or friends. If it's at the beach, if it's going on vacation, um, and some of those things we do on vacation as well, like go to the beach, even though, even if we live in Hawaii, it's funny. I, I personally love going to islands, so I love them all. Uh, the Dominican Republic, Madeira, Portugal, Taiwan, Phuket, Thailand some of my favorites i've been to aruba i was thinking about today but why do all of these amazing places mean so much to me um and it's those memories it's it's that experience that i had and that's something i want to talk about tonight because when we what what our mission is really at hawaii sports fans is to bring that experience to more and more fans um it's hawaii sports fans because I love Hawaii. It's my favorite place in the world, and it's my own home. It's where I'm from. It's where I was born and raised, and that's always an amazing thing to celebrate. Uh, But I also love sports, obviously. I love everything about it. I'm wearing a jersey right now. My favorite team, Los Angeles Football Club. And um, I got to take one of my best friends, or my very best friend, to a game uh, for the first time and watch her experience what I get to experience uh, watching this team play. And that is really important because I'm always big on that experience. And that is something um, that I think that at Hawaii Sports Fans in particular, we do very well because knowing what, the why, the how, those are all important. The how is obviously very important, right? When you want to go to a game or if you have ambitions to say go to the Super Bowl, somewhere where we've been to six times at Hawaii Sports Fans and where I would tell you it's one of those events that will blow your mind. It has blown my mind whether it was my team in it, whether it was my team winning it, whether it was my team losing it, whether it was um, two teams that I had no um, you know particular, particular affiliation with, but just being there, that experience of being in that stadium, walking in those doors, being around those people, uh, that's something that's just... Unlike anything else, I always liken it to, as a kid growing up in the 90s, um, watching a pay-per-view event, like watching SummerSlam or something. Of course, when I think about pay-per-view, I think about wrestling. Uh, And some people today will think about UFC, even though I do remember um, watching UFC like 2 and 3 and 4. Now they're on like 4,050 or something. But... You know, it's um, that special, it's like you're watching something that's different, watching something that's premium, right? And that's what pre- pay-per-view is. It's 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 something that is a, a, a television viewing experience that is unlike something that you can get just by watching basic cable or anything else. And um, you remember those things. You remember that the special part of it, the quality that made it different um, than just watching something normal on TV. And... Going to games is the same way. Going to one game, you could have multiple different experiences from it, right? The first thing sometimes we think about is, you know, whether we wanna watch our team play or whether we wanna go to a game where we watch our team win. And yes, those are important, but I wanna talk about not only being at a game, but traveling to a game, maybe not in your town and going to watch your own team play or some other team. It doesn't need to be your own team. and what that, why that experience will change you, not just be something that will um, be a wonderful vacation and restful, and those things are are that as well. Even though restful is hard to say sometimes on our trips because we're just having so much fun and we're just going, 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 and we do have time to rest. I, I, I'm a big proponent of just chilling and sitting down and just, you know, making sure that you have the energy sufficient to. Fulfill an entire four or five day trip. And we have one coming up at UCLA on Hawaii Football Plays UCLA. We'll also see the Dodgers again. You see the sign if you're watching the Wayne Kuito show right now on Facebook or on YouTube, you see the visual of that photo that says the Dodgers welcome Hawaii sports fans. And that was one of the games where um, I was able to bring a group. That was the first ever game that we took a group to a Dodger stadium. And that was one of the first ever tours, 2012, the inaugural tour. And since then, uh, we've now are going to start our 10th season of going to games, 10th year of now taking people to games. And that one on the, the picture on the bottom, if you're watching, is at Angel Stadium <clears throat> after the game, which was another place that we were on the first tour. And then uh, in 2017, 2017? 2017, yeah, 2017, Hawaii football uh, played at UCLA. And we were able to go back to Dodger Stadium. And you see a photo of me with uh, Ray and Shirley. Uh, who are coming back to UCLA again, coming back to the Rose Bowl with me, so you'll see those two, and they are wonderful. Ray, uh, Ray and Shirley are just super fun, and if you see them at a UH game, definitely say hi. Shirley was a teacher at Waipahu High School, an English teacher, and at that game at the Rose Bowl it was really hilarious because we... This is why it's important to come with somebody like myself who is responsible and will help you to have the best experience of your life, but also allow you to make your own choices. And we had somebody within our group, actually, that made the choice to, on that very warm day at the Rose Bowl, where we were in covered um, tarps and enjoying our pregame tailgate festivities with some other UH fans, which was amazing. Uh, But one of them uh, decided that he was only going to have beer and, I think, coffee and also um he uh, was a diabetic as well so all of those elements can make for um yeah a trip to the hospital and unfortunately we had one person in our group who didn't even make it into the rose bowl that day but we were able to get him to the fire crews and the, who was helping assisting at the stadium um, because he kind of passed out so uh that's important too to to be responsible Definitely, when you're going to tailgate, when you're going to um, get ready for the game, you got to get into that game. But the tailgate is fun. The tailgate is definitely the, the 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 tailgate or the the kickstart to your experience at a game. Your kickstart to your experience of you know getting to know other fans and being able to feel the energy because the energy starts there, right, in those parking lots. The energy starts when you um, can see other people wearing the same gear as you. Or see other people wearing the gear of the up opposing team, <clears throat> and you start feeling like, "Oh, here we go! We're about to have a big game against this team, and you know they're a big rival, or maybe they're not. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you 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 feel like a little bit of competitive nature. Uh, of course, we want to keep things fun. We don't want to be, um, you know, those people that take things way too seriously. And of course, we I, I take sports very seriously. Sometimes the results very seriously, but never resulting to violence never resulting to um take things personal or, or or impose um any kind of um you know personal feelings on anybody else because yes uh, some of us really love our teams and some of us really want to see them win and being raised um and being born a UH fan and going to a lot of University of Hawaii particularly football games on the on the road. Um, obviously, I've been to so many, I don't know, just dozens and dozens of games on the road, and throughout all of um, you know the, the United States, and even in Australia. I got to watch Hawaii play. Some of you were there. Um, in 2016, when Hawaii played, at Cal, uh, played Cal Berkeley, uh, the Bears, in Sydney, in the very stadium that the Olympics uh, had their opening and closing ceremonies, ANZ Stadium, and that was an amazing experience, but Hawaii also got k- kind of pulverized that game. I mean, it was it was yeah, I don't pr- remember the score exactly, but there was definitely at least a three touchdown deficit. And you know, it was Coach Rolovich's first game. He inherited uh, Coach Norm Chow's um, you know uh, program, which had a lot of tremendous talent on it as well. So, I'm um, shout out to all those players who uh, were on Coach Chow's teams who did a lot to build um this program but maybe not was weren't, weren't able to taste a lot of success um in the uniform and not everybody can win I mean I played in college my team's we we, we weren't winning championships I you know it's 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 a luxury right it's nice to win when you can win championships but not everybody's going to go to college and and win I mean most everybody's going to not win that's just just the way that the odds are going to roll out but at the end of the day, what? how is that experience going to uh, change you and um, be something that you want to go back for? Because even going to watch Hawaii play in Sydney and, and watching us kind of get blown out that game, it was still an amazing experience. It's just, it was still a positive takeaway from that game. And having friends there from Hawaii, from California, um, having a lot of people that I tailgate with at Aloha Stadium that I get to see just in a foreign country, you know, just in Australia, like that was a crazy experience and something I'll always remember. Um, of course, and everybody, I, I don't have to sell you on the experience. Right? I'm not trying to sell you on, on going to these places alone because I would hope that you'd realize that it's amazing to travel, first of all. Traveling in general is amazing and it will change your your, your life. It'll change the way you see things in the world because you're always going to be changed. And I talked, to this, talked about this today with Amy, actually, who was up here, like I said, for the LAFC game. She got to see... Uh, LAFC lose, unfortunately, to New York City football club. And but the cool thing was she got to sit in the north end and be where the supporters are, where my friends are, where my group is, where we chant for ninety minutes plus and don't sit down. And that is an experience in itself. And and to have her sharing that experience with me was really cool and something I, I treasure a lot because um, those those are the type of experiences that I really live for. And those are the types of um, you know, game experiences in particular that, that I live for because I love sports so much, and I get to support my favorite team, and I get to be in a stadium where I can go as crazy as I want, um, and that's that's all a part of that experience as well. That's the cheering, the going crazy, the being fatigued and tired when it's all over, um, you know, because you're in an outdoor stadium. Like I I think about that too, like all the time. I'm I'm not somebody who really loves cold weather, but and I'm gonna talk about this because I visited ten states during the pandemic, even though. I, I talk about how uh, the pandemic has probably slowed me down more than I've ever been slowed down, and it has. But I still managed to, to travel quite a quite a bit comparative, comparatively during the pandemic. But why? Because, and I can go back to moments on each of those trips where I was like, I knew exactly that I was supposed to be here at this point because at, at this at this game um, with these people, um, you know exactly when your your body and soul aligns with whatever you're trying to do. Um, you know when it's right and this is something that is right for me um, and I see the joy that I, I, I help to bring to people's faces especially if um, you know they're in my group and it's something that I I take very seriously that experience and 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 the stress of of, of people having a great experience and I don't think anybody I, I has ever not have less than a stellar experience on a trip with me especially at Hawaii sports fans because I put so much into the care and the approach to the experience part and make sure everybody feels comfortable making sure everybody feels like they are um you know, their needs are being met because they're on vacation as well they're on a, a a travel adventure but it's also supposed to be restful it's supposed to be fun and sometimes going to watch UH football can be not restful and not fun because you are sitting in a, in a stadium watching your team get pummeled sometimes and Uh, I can say that as a UH fan who has seen it happen a lot, Michigan and Florida, um, you know, going to a lot of places that took me a long time to get to, and then I get there, and then I just see my team get creamed. And that's just not easy for some people. Not everybody would be able to do that. And Hawaii football fans, we can do that. We do those things. That's why I put our our fan base above there at the very top. And, of course, maybe we're going to have some fair weathers. Everybody has fair weathers. We're going to have people drop off. Everybody has people drop off. That's why I I say, really, the biggest challenge for the department, the athletic department at the University of Hawaii, right now, is to build the fan base. Making money short term is nice, and there there there's a nice short term funding of fundraiser campaign that's generating millions, and I love it, and because they need that money to to build the stadium, um, but it's a one time thing. They they cannot go back to this again. Once you pull your parachute here and and make all this money, you cannot put the parachute back in the bag like. People are not going to just keep shoveling out money, especially when um, they feel pushed out if they didn't donate a certain amount of money. And that's something else we're talking about. And that's why um, money and, and the way we look at how much things cost, we really have to go back and evaluate that as well. Because yes, we are absolutely locking people out of the stadium when and, and putting up barriers when uh, you make things really unaffordable. And that's And that's sad and unfair for a lot of people who, you know, can't get into the stadiums or or don't can't afford things. But um, at the end of the day, can't afford things. Well, everything kind of costs money. So that's why I don't want to make this about a finance thing or about money because things cost money. Getting on an airplane, especially from Hawaii, if you live in Hawaii. But anywhere you go, you're going to have some costs there with the the lodging and the hotel and the tickets. And ticket prices are going higher and higher and higher. And I... um, you know, I'm excited about some tickets that we have actually in uh, in the park in uh SoFi um, stadium because uh, we have some of the best stadiums that uh you can find I mean some of the best tickets in the best stadiums that you can imagine. And that SoFi stadium experience in Los Angeles is gonna be unlike anything ever, ever, ever. Um, it's taken a while to build this, but it's being built as the world's greatest stadium. And the reason it is, is because it's uh, it's packed with amenities. First of all, 75,000 seats about, about around. So they're you're all multi-tiered. All of those experience seats provide a different experience. We, that's not something I have to, um, it's, it's easy to understand, right? Whether you're sitting in the front row, or you're sitting in sky heaven, your experience. You'll be at the same game, and you're watching the same two teams play but your experience at the stadium will be different first of all obviously the vantage point the view where you're looking from um <laughs> gordo says hanging out with gordo is free hanging out with gordo is free so thank you for commenting if you're out there on facebook watching us facebook.com hawaii sports fans please like us as well uh, We're getting a lot a lot of likes i got one from my boy gordo a um, huge LAFC fan as well, and I've got to travel with him. We went to Seattle to see Hawaii, or Hawaii, excuse me, LAFC play our first game, LAFC's first ever game, which was amazing. I mean, I can't even go. That's one of the best games of my life. For one thing, to be able to say I went to the first ever game of my of a team, period also being my favorite team. And I've met a lot of Galaxy. That's the only time I want to talk about that team, the other MLS team in Los Angeles. Nah, nah. If you're a Galaxy fan, if you're a true fan, if you're a true fan, if you're devoted to your team, I respect that big time. Um, but I've met a lot of LA Galaxy fans who have talked about, well, I was there at the Rose Bowl the first game. I was there, I was there. And that's, that's, a, that's such a cool thing. and I And I respect that, especially if you've stayed loyal to a team. And I've been loyal to... All of my teams, since I, I you know, became a fan of them, obviously um, being growing, raised a UH fan, becoming a Chiefs fan. when I was six, and that was over 30 years ago. Um, you know, those are, those are things that stick with me into my adulthood. I still love them. I still love that part of uh, my fanhood. But definitely as, uh, as a kid, I've always wanted to travel and go and see my team play. I always wanted to get on the plane and watch them play somewhere else. And as an adult, or as a big kid now, I can put my money towards that. I can put my experience and my um, my expertise into that as well because it's something that I enjoy doing so much that I, I've done it probably more than most people that people know of people that travel. I mean, of all the Super Bowls I went to, going to the NBA Finals, going to uh, the World Series, going to all the tennis majors, including the French Open where Naomi Osaka just pulled out of, which for a good reason as well. Um, and something we need to talk about. I did want to. I did want to bring up the mental health, health part, which um, Osaka Naomi, Naomi, uh, Naomi Osaka, if you if you know, uh, probably the best tennis player in the world right now, uh, pulling out of the French Open. And the the mental health aspect is uh, was brought up because she she needed time to step away, and she stepped out of a biggest major. I mean, a major. There's only four of them a year. It's like stepping away from the Pro Super Bowl and being one of the favorites to win it. Um, but that that that's something that I wanted to bring up because obviously we brought that up a lot with Colt and last week with Reagan Mauia who I want to bring on the show again because that uh initiative that he is trying to to push um and naming the field at Chingfield the field on campus naming it Colt Brennan field which I think is a great idea um you know a lot of that is is based on that that solidarity that players like Mauiya feel with Colt not just because they're teammates but because they both battle a lot of the same anxieties, a lot of the same depression, a lot of the same, um, you know, mental health challenges that a lot of football players face. And it doesn't always lead to bright paths, right? Or it doesn't always, the story doesn't always end the best, unfortunately. And that's really important for us to talk about in, in that aspect. And um, I'm gonna definitely bring on Reagan again, um, but I wanted to, um, you know, bring up that uh, Cole Brandon Field retiring colt brennan's number number fifteen those are really important and i hope that's something we can continue to support as well uh... but one thing here at hawaii sports fans is we're going to um make the most of 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 every situation that we have wherever we go but we also um, have been able to be uh... put in amazing situations or crazy places that um, only the spirit of fun and enjoyment and of really huge desire of doing what we do would take us to. Um, you know, I, I really believe that we have, and um, you know, in society, definitely gotten or taken, gotten, getting taken away from what is really important to us. And for a lot of us, it's what we love doing as kids, it's the same thing we love doing now, right? Some people, it's like, you know, whatever. They were really into violin when they were children and now they love still love playing the violin. I mean, I, and, and uh, it seems crazy, but a lot of people stop doing things they do as a kid because, like, well, I've grown out of it or whatever. But definitely being a sports fan is being a kid again, just like being an actor. And that's why I love doing that um, is because you are, are going back to what you really love and what you truly love doing. When you're a kid, you don't usually have all the money in the world, so you can't just jump on a plane or go, and, and go hang out with your friends in a different country or in another state. When you're an adult, you can, and you have to prioritize it. And that's why I have provided, and Hawaii Sports Fans, we provided a way for you to have that full experience. You go to hisportsfans.com, you're going to find a lot of our tours. It's truly our UCLA tour that's coming up, which is going to include that a Dodgers game in the special home run seats. Um, and it's going to also include uh Angel Stadium game uh, in a suite against the Yankees, which is going to be amazing. And also a SoFi Stadium tour um so will not be a game at SoFi, unfortunately while we're on the tour it'll be too early for the regular season Or, um but we'll still be able to go to the facility and check it out so that'll be really exciting um but you know in the in this in this uh truncated kind of year we have um had to we've had a lot of unprecedented moments right in sports um Uh, Stevie is commenting again major major respect to her being Naomi Osaka realizing what's going on with her mind and body she's a real champ to me yes absolutely talking about Naomi Osaka pulling out of the French Open to take care of her health um, her mental health she talked about you know she didn't really want to meet with the media because of all the anxiety and she's super shy if you know a lot of girls who are from Japan they're extremely shy and um, you know when you're the number one tennis player in the world you don't get to hide under a rock you you basically everybody knows who you are Uh, you know Serena obviously Asante had to go through so much. I mean, Serena, to me, one of the greatest athletes of all time and still deals with so much disrespect. It's crazy for someone as good as her. Um, she deals with being disrespected and she's one of the greatest, great legends of all time, athletes. Um, and that is something that we don't really see sometimes. We see like, oh, well, we're just going to the games. We want to be entertained and we want to, um, you know, we want to get what we pay for with our tickets, right? Some people have taken it to the extreme. Some fans have... Um, Especially several NBA fans. I can't believe this has been happening so much. But this this outbreak of fans in the NBA throwing things at players. I mean, that is so uncouth. That is just so. Um, you know, it's just what savages do. It's not what it's not what people who live in um, a civilized nation should be doing at games. Like uh, athletes are not zoo animals, and neither should zoo animals have anything thrown at them, thrown at them, and through a cage. Like that's that's wrong enough, but. Having, um, you know, sports live is a privilege. And this is what we're talking about. Going back to the stadium now. Now that everybody's trying to go back into the parks, uh, LAFC even announced they're going to be back into full stadium. I've been going to, um, at least for LAFC, um, stadiums that are uh, been reduced or restricted to capacity. Um, The good thing about LAFC is that um, they had about half the stadium was up there at... um, capacity, full capacity, if you are vaccinated. Uh, but it looks like June 19th will be the day. And, and nonetheless, people still need to get vaccinated. Please keep the vaccinated numbers. Get it. They're still too low. They still need to be higher. Um, luckily, we have the vaccination numbers are at a point where we're, we've seen tremendous decrease in the number of case explosion of cases that we used to see a year ago or heading even towards the end of 2020 in California and Los Angeles. Uh, we've seen that trend reverse once the Vaccine became readily available. Um, The numbers went down. That's a direct correlation. And that's what a lot of stadiums have been using to be able to fill their stadiums more um, is having that vaccine or having a COVID test, even though the vaccine is free. So get out there and get the free vaccine so you can um, be healthy and have that peace of mind, Uh, especially if you're in a place that's going to be you're going to be shoulder to shoulder. We say that in a way in, in soccer, as soccer fans, right? Shoulder to shoulder you're in the stands, like literally cheering. Um, but in most stadiums, you were literally our shoulder to shoulder and sometimes with, and mostly with strangers. Um, and that's going to be something for a lot of people to get used to again, is being in the same airspace with people you don't really know and, um, being tight with them. Um, and like sardines in a, in a, in a can or something. And that's something that I am going to be honest. I have, I've kind of, forgot about. I forgot about what it's like to be crammed down a row or have to constantly stand up if I'm in the aisle seat for someone to go to the bathroom or go to get their fourth hot dog or something or seventh beer. Um, No judgment, but when I'm at a game, I'm trying to watch the game as much as possible. I do go to the bathroom if I need to. I do go get a drink or food if I need to. Um, But that's kind of annoying after a while because there are people there that literally the whole game are going out of the... there's leaving. Like bro, where are you going? Watch the game. Um, you know, and I don't want to say those things all the time unless they are fans of my team and I'm like, we need you. It's defense. We got to be loud. No, I mean, I. those things you don't really have to worry about when you are um, at a game with a reduced capacity. You know, I went to the Super Bowl with only four people in my row or a few in a row of 20 or whatever. So I I, I know what it's, uh, I, it feels like to be in a stadium which is still loud, which is still have energy Um but you don't have people breathing down your neck. But we're going back to that, and you know that's what we love to. We love to be in a place where the energy is high. Um, and uh, the, you know the last games that I got to go to, which were in full stadiums, were in LaFC, were LaFC uh, soccer games, and I went to Mexico as well. And um, you know we're with all of the fans in our stadium in León, and um i'm trying to go back to those memories because it's like that's the last time i really was around people right next to me i mean in the vaccinated sections you can get closer and i have um been able to um at least be shoulder to shoulder in a good way with people that i do know and um people that i can cheer and celebrate with but we are um we have that confidence in that vaccine we have the um, confidence that we can be in a sh- in a small quarters with each other that we can be breathing each other's airspace because of the vaccine so that's why the vaccine is still majorly important but nonetheless um once the state is reopened fully a lot of them will not require anything they won't require a vaccine or a test and um the, the virus still isn't going to go away just because people don't don't require you to show proof of a vaccine um so the risk is definitely still going to be there and be higher. Um, so that's why we have to approach this with a lot of care, approach the reopenings um, with the best intentions in mind because it shouldn't be just about, you know, a lot of these owners or, you know, schools want to fill up their stadiums. Obviously, you get more revenue when you have more tickets sold. But you need to do so in a way where it's not going to start a whole nother chain of, of virus or attacks or attacks or like it's a computer system attacked by a virus. But as a, you know, a, as, a, as a human being living in the pandemic, that fear has always kind of been there, right? It's always around us. But having the vaccine has curbed that feeling, has uh, made us feel a lot more um, just confident in being, like I said. And, and that's why even though these chains are moving to full capacity and won't be requiring, I still highly recommend getting the vaccine and it's free. So go and get the vaccine. Um, and you can go back to the stadium. And some of these places we're looking forward to. Of course, of course, the NFL. The NFL is um, teams like the Rams, have Chiefs. Uh, the teams, of course, I bring those teams up because I have the best seats for those two teams. If you want to go watch the Rams or the Chiefs play in their respective stadiums, if your team is playing the Rams at SoFi Stadium, I can. I have the best seats. We have them right here in, in Hawaii, sports fans. So let us know hisportsfans.com info at hisportsfans.com if you want to see if you are a fan of i know the the seahawks the niners the cardinals the nfc west teams are coming to sofi stadium in 2021 we're also going to have the defending super bowl champs. boo Getting the tampa bay buccaneers are going to be in town as well tom brady coming to play the rams the rams obviously one of the best teams in the nfc roster wise um this offseason making some big upgrades and that'll be exciting. Um, but that experience of being on the tunnel, the tunnel of the visiting team, you're literally at the glass in the tunnel. I, those seats are going to be incredible. You're sitting in the in the club section. You have access to a private entrance, a VIP entrance, and also a club, a never separate club where you can get drinks, where you can get, um, you have access to clean cleaner. Well, all the bathrooms should be really clean in a new stadium, but. Uh, much more comfortable bathrooms, less lines. So when you're in a club section, you're not dealing, you're not battling with the thousands above you. Um, you're you're just kind of in your own stadium section. You're in your own experience. <clears throat> and padded seats. Um, we have four seats in a row of six people. So and you're on the inside, so you're you're never going to have to be disturbed. Um, I mean that is just a part of that experience, and that's why it's really important. And um, when you when you think about buying a ticket in any game Uh, you think about where you're sitting and you think about what kind of experience you can have from that seat Uh, just being in the stadium is enough for some people and i respect that if you want to just be in the stadium if you don't care where you sit i'm all about that i totally respect that just getting in is cool being feeling of that experience of that of that of that the power of the energy of the fans going crazy that is really cool and i i Um, You can feel that even at the tops in the nosebleeds. But the nosebleeds also come with a few more elements, Um, usually fights. Let's be honest, a lot of them are happy. Not that fights don't happen in club sections or happen in lower levels, but they happen at a less clip. And I can say that confidently with all the games I've ever been to, um, that the fights usually happen in areas that are cheaper to buy tickets you can pull any correlation you want with that. I, it's, that's that's just the facts. Um and if you want to avoid a lot of that sit where I put my groups or sit where I would sit, you know? That's why when I go when we have tours, we always sit in areas that not only provide the best vantage points, pr- provide a safe experience for um you know the people in my group or for myself wherever I'm going. You know, you, you, sh- you got to know if you're going to go to Dodger Stadium and cheer for the other team and you sit in left field or something. It's probably not the best place to sit. You know, like there are rabid Dodger fans everywhere, but if you're going to sit in a place where they're going to razz you the most, right, if you're a Panto member. So Gordo, who is a big uh, Dodger guy, um, he, he, he knows the Dodger fans. At, at the end of the day, just like a lot of any other fan bases, you're going to have rowdiness, but you're going to have people that uh, really appreciate you being at the park and being a part of that experience. Um, But if you sit in places like, you know, in the, I keep bringing up, okay, bringing up the Raiders now, uh, you know, in in the black hole, you're going to have probably a very different experience wearing uh, opposing team's jersey in that section than, you know, behind your team's bench, right? That's kind of like the safe zone. If you're going to go to a game and watch your team play, sitting behind their bench is usually the safe area, just in general rule. Um, and you know, I, I don't want to make it a, um, uh, Gordo says they don't tell us to sit, to sit and stop cheering. No, they don't tell you to sit and stop cheering. I've been told at Angel Stadium by Dodgers fans to sit and stop cheering, which is hilarious. Um, because Angel fans are not into, um, you know the trash talk i mean there are angel fans if you're an angel fan there are some we know we know i not even know some are good at trash talk or love to trash talk but it's hard first of all when you're an angels fan and not winning that often not even making the playoffs but it's a different culture right if you uh, dodger fans take over angel stadium when they come to angel stadium it's like that rivalry is is like almost always on the dodger side wherever they play because there's always so many dodger fans even when dodger fans when dodgers played padres um, they're gonna have so many Dodger fans there in San Diego. Well, now the Padres are are good. They probably have a lot of their fans coming back to the park. Um, but nonetheless, you got to know those things, right? Now I know where you're going, know what team you're watching. In Japan, they are very strict about where you sit and who's te- which team you're cheering for. You cannot just cheer for it. you. You literally cannot cheer for a team in some sections. Like when I went to Yokohama, and I, it's like I don't know. I'm just like watching this team, like Yokohama Bay Stars, and they're playing like some of the bears or something and i was like whatever i have like no japan association with any of the teams uh but you have to you have to there's no like i don't remember there being like a neutral area like legit they were like you are you cheering for that team or that team and when and and we ask you this because if we sell you the ticket for the other team that you're not cheering for you better not cheer for them and that's like cheer they'll be like it's like, oh wow, I'm just cheering all the good plays. Like, oh wow, home run! But it's like the opposing team, and the usher is like, no, 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 like no cheering. Like you can go over there if you want to cheer for them. And that's how serious they are about that. And they really should do that in America, actually, because um, that would probably cause a lot less tension between fans who are seated, who are who are seated, like sardines in a can, next to each other. <laughs> Gordo says there's hood people in Angel Stadium. They live in Mickey Mouse's house. <laughs> True, there are there are some people and um, who can get nuts and get crazy any any stadium. But the culture is going to be different. Do I, I love going to games at Dodger Stadium and Angel Stadium? It's a very different experience from both. Angel Stadium is a lot more intimate as a stadium. You can walk around the whole stadium. There's not as much restriction. Um, there's just basically one major concourse level. Um, Dodger Stadium is way different. Like, just your access to different levels. I mean, the tiers or even the top level is so high up there. Dodger Stadium is way up there. Um, But it's also architecturally a very recognizable facility. I got to go with Gordo. Actually, we got to see from Elysian Park with Amy the park that's right looking down onto Chavez Ravine, or you get a beautiful skyline of, of Los Angeles, but also. Um, you get to see some major history. I mean, when the Dodgers moved from Brooklyn there to LA, it, it changed a lot of, of of Los Angeles. It changed the neighborhoods. It changed the history of Los Angeles—not just the sports history, but um, you know the living history of its people and and of of the multiple generations of immigrants who have lived in in Los Angeles, particularly in Chavez Ravine, who are displaced by the Dodger Stadium. So you're 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 seeing a lot of of history and uh, of stories just being wrapped into one place and i always feel those when i walk into dodger stadium every single time i think about the history there and I, I walked into that stadium november 1st 2017 thinking after today um the dodgers will you know erect a statue of clayton kershaw or something and it'll be right outside and the dodgers will win a world series and it didn't happen obviously the astros that year won the world series under obviously um they cheated um none we'll just put that out there everybody knows that it's not like i'm saying something that is controversial but um that's the year the astros um Used you know trash cans and whatever else on their bodies to um you know going to uh whatever we won't bring up the controversy with the Astros but that was the year and everything could have been different right the Dodgers obviously did go on to win the the uh World Series last year but they they did it in Texas which is strange but during COVID that's where they had to play and um you know that I didn't get to see that that celebration there in Chavez Ravine, which would have been fun. But um, you know, that's sports. That's the way it goes. There's only one team can win at the end of the year. I was lucky to be able to watch the Raptors beat the Warriors in the very last game in Oakland, the very last game ever in that arena, and um, it's an arena that has so much history. I wanted to feel that history. I wanted to feel that. Um, those years of, of fans going crazy and yelling at that arena. And I got to feel it was cool. Even though the Raptors did win the finals that year, it was cool to be there. I got to be there in Cleveland, LeBron James' last game, and he lost to the Warriors the year before that. Um, to feel the energy of the Cleveland, Ohio fans who were there to support their native son, who actually were surprised that he was going to the Lakers, which was not surprising to me, obviously. I knew that was his last game. That's why I went to Cleveland. But... Um, but that is a part of that experience in that story. And That's something I keep going back to. Why do I easily access some of these memories? Because they're some of the best memories of my life. And I, and that is not what's being sold, but that's what is being shared here at Hawaii Sports Center. That's a shared experience. That it must be paid for because things need to be, uh, you know, things cost money. Obviously, I don't have to bring that up. And things are not cheap. And that's why that experience is something that you, I, 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 I try to put even more value on. Because a lot of people, they get scared by the numbers. And I don't blame them, right? Some people are like, oh, that's how much I spent on like my used car. But you're like, well, that's, you know, that's the cost of a trip here. So if you want to do that, you know, you have to think about whatever. You have to think about whatever you got to do. Think about your finances. So I'm not going to bring that up. It's on to people. It's whatever you prioritize in your life, right? Some people prioritize art or they prioritize shoes that they don't wear, right? Like sneaker heads that just buy shoes. We all have our thing. Sports travel is definitely my thing. It's definitely the thing that I spend most of my money on. Um, but I love it so much. And it's brought me so much joy that has nothing, has less to do with what people think it has to do with. They think it has to do with just getting to the stadium and watching the game. But it has to do with so much more than that part. It has to do with all of the the culture surrounding the sports. And it has to do with the other people that share that experience with me. And, um, you know, I, I, I make sure that that is uh, the most one of the the highest criterion for my experience as a trip is to have fun and to to have an experience that people can say wow i'll never forget that and that's every time i go on a trip every time i take somebody somewhere it's like i'll never forget this like sitting in the super bowl super bowl 54 when it was over and the the eagles fans are singing fly eagles fly that moment is only going to happen one time ever in the history of mankind and i got to be in the arena right there when they did that and who knows if the eagles will ever win another super bowl I not that i care if the eagles win another super bowl or not but it was cool to be there for that moment because anybody from Philadelphia would want to be in the stadium at that moment. Anybody that's ever been an Eagles fan would want to be in that stadium. And I got to share that experience with the rest of them. And my group got to be there and feel that energy, which was off the charts of people that have been fans of a team for decades, decades, decades. Never saw them win a Super Bowl. Like for me, watching the Chiefs win a Super Bowl 30 years after I became a fan. It took me 30 years to see them win a Super Bowl. And it was amazing. And it was worth every single um, moment of waiting Uh, but that is a part of that experience as well. Uh, Gordo uh, is commenting again. He says, the funny part is I hate going to Chavez Ravine. It's too expensive. I'd rather save money and watch and travel to watch them play in other stadiums. And that was a great point as well. And that's another thing about watching sports travel, which is fun as well. You can, um, you're always going to have fun going to watch another team play and um, your team play wherever they go. Even if they go to some crazy stadiums, even if you're a Hawaii fan of football or, or Mountain West fan, and you have to go to Reno or wherever. And I'm not I'm not trashing Reno or anything. But there are some cities that I'm less excited about going to, obviously. But I always find a great experience everywhere I go. I still have fun in Reno. I find things I love to do. And I don't want to pick on Reno. But that's an experience of that's not going to be even Vegas. And I pick on Vegas, too. So, um, you know, I pick on all these places. But that sports experience is so, is so um, you know, unique. It's such an experience that is... Um it, it 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 plays on all your emotions of things that you love to do, like uh, like be a part of a a sports arena or be in that, that that excitement of the fans doing the wave or doing cheers. Like if you're sitting in that, you can't sit in that same experience watching it on TV. You just can't. It's like a totally different experience. And um I'm hopeful um that my so experience for all of you will be something that comes true. Um Brad says and Aloha to Bradley um, I, he said, I hope you'll be there in SoFi when the Chargers finally win a Super Bowl. And that's possible, right? What if the Chargers win the Super Bowl in L.A.? Or the Chargers play the Rams. The two L.A. teams play in SoFi in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's possible. Uh, it's definitely possible. Of course, I want to see the Chiefs win it, it, in, in SoFi and be able to, to see it there. Um, but I, I love the storylines of all leagues. And I love to see a good finish, a good climax to the end. And that's why that Super Bowl 54 experience is so fresh in my mind, even though... Um, you know, it wasn't like I cared really if the Eagles or the Patriots won, but the way that the game was played, the way it ended, um, watching the Philly Philly with Nick Foles, whose career is still going kind of in the NFL. But like, think about that. Like he only had that. I mean, he really had that, 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 that season will make his life, right? Being Super Bowl MVP and then going back to being a backup quarterback basically. But those are the kind of storylines that I'd love to see. And those are the kind of things that I love to, um, you know, just say like I was there. I got to see Nick Foles uh, you know, toss the ball or line up in that weird uh H back or however he was flexing and then take the the ball and get uh or get a throw or get a pass for a touchdown or a catch for a touchdown. I mean that's crazy. You don't see a quarterback catching the ball for a touchdown on trick play usually in the Super Bowl. I got to see that myself. And that was cool. That's something I remember. It's just something I remember. Um Yes, so Gordo says he might join for the Dodger game. Hope you guys can all join us. So August 27th is the day we're going to be at the Dodger Stadium. August 28th is the UH football game against UCLA. That's all on the website, hisportsfans.com, if you want to join the tour. Uh, we're going to do Angels versus Yankees August 30th. That's on Monday uh, from a suite at Angel Stadium. So we're really excited about that, and uh, hopefully the, you all can jump aboard that one as well. Um, but I, uh, you know, I, I really wanted to stress just how how much um i love to to travel for sporting events and and travel watching my team play and and I know a lot of you do as well and a lot of you want, want to I don't have to sell you on 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 doing that but I I do have to remind you that it has to be prioritized right one season will will go by then another season go by and you might say like oh I don't have the money or I can't do this and there will always be an excuse um but if you make that a priority, if you make it something that is the, the memories that come from going to these games and the memories that come from traveling, I know for a fact, I know for a fact that it'll be something you treasure and enjoy for the rest of your life. I know that. And I know there's even science behind that. There's even science behind traveling in general and how those experiences are more, you know, beneficial to a human being than buying something or buying a house even or buying a car. It's like, those are all great purchases that we, 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 we make to live as human beings so of course traveling to watch your team play or watching a sporting event like any team right or going to the Kentucky Derby like I went to in Louisville um, it was worth it to me like those that day I still remember I still remember getting the, off the bus from where I parked my car I parked my car by the Louisville Cardinals in, in, uh, Louisville, uh, Louisville University right by their basketball arena which is kind of close to where the Churchill Downs is but then I had to get on the bus, and I went to Churchill Downs. And I remember getting off right in front of that statue of the horse, and I was like, "Holy cow! I'm at the Kentucky Derby! Holy cow! Kentucky Derby!" And um, that was so cool. But I, I, that's a feeling that I only I, I always remember. You know, I, my ticket—I don't even think it was that expensive—and I was still kind of stressing. I was like, "Oh, I got to pay over a hundred dollars!" Like, okay, that's another thing. If you're if you're if you're looking for a ticket anywhere under a hundred dollars for it, you, you're. You always got to I'd say that's a good baseline too to pay for any any random event, but let alone for a major event, you pull out several of those Benjamins. And I'm gonna tell you why, or I have been telling you why. That's really important. Uh, that's really valuable, and and that's not gonna be something that you're gonna regret. Because a lot of us we make pages, purchases, and it's like, oh, regret purchases or whatever. But uh, whenever you go on a trip, you always are like, man, that was such a good idea. I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I was able to to do that. I remember when um Gordo and I were in. Seattle and he was like oh I had to and he remembers this you know that just some of those challenges last minute of of making that decision to buy a ticket and to buy a plane ticket and to be there and to change your work there's a lot of stuff right a lot of us have to go through a lot of hoops to be able to make the free time to be able to get the money to go on on these trips but I told him, I remember telling him like we get to be at the very first game ever of L.A.S.C. this team right here L.A.S.C. And the very first game, like how it'll never happen again. Never, ever, ever will there ever be a first ever game. There can only be one. That's just the way it is. And we have to be there. And it was probably one of the greatest games in the history of the team, too. Winning 1-0 in Seattle in Century Link Field against one of the best teams in MLS. And um, that that experience alone stands by itself. It just sits by itself in time. It doesn't have to be touched. It doesn't have to be compared to what they did the rest of the season. It doesn't have to be. Um, you know compared to what other teams do or what other sports it just is stands alone um, as a an event in our minds that will go down to something that we got to do and that's this is why I tell people um, you know that just being able to say those things and tell your friends is that you got to go somewhere or be somewhere um, is really cool and something that you know you're gonna share with your family and your grandkids even um, you know, and my grandpa talks about when he uh, was stationed in the military in Maryland and take my uncle to go to Camden Yards and watch, um, or whatever Baltimore Stadium was open at that time and, you know, watch the Orioles or he talked about watching Mickey Mantle play. And, you know, those are the same things. Like, I, we don't talk about too many other things, but those sports memories, those are always come front of mind, right, for a lot of us. And, you know, for me, Um, even though my sports travel has accelerated so much more, even during the pandemic, like I said, I pandemic I was in Hawaii and California, obviously, but I also was in um Wyoming and Colorado. I also went to Texas. I also went to Kansas and Missouri and then Florida. Excuse me, and then I went to Ohio and then Nevada. I mean 10 states right there i mean i went to a bunch of crazy places this is just during the pandemic but i remember all of these places and all of these experiences because they all are associated with a game memory or they're associated with people that i was around memories and that is really important and that's why i want to keep making these memories with a lot of you and hawaii sports fans i and today's show is mostly about um you know getting ourselves excited i know all the stadiums you you might be seeing your favorite team or in some states, maybe your team is already at full capacity, which is really scary, by the way, um, because at least in California, they're going to give a few more weeks, at least a week or two more for the numbers to get better. And that, and by numbers, I mean the numbers of people getting vaccinated because that's really wouldn't be um, what changes the numbers for us is the amount of people who are vaccinated and are no longer vectors for the virus or at the same or at least um, at the very, very least will not die from the virus. Right? And I had a whole show dedicated to our friend Mauricio who died or passed away of COVID. Um, and it's a serious thing. And he would be here still today with us had there not been a pandemic. And that's something that the reality of the situation is that it's taken lives from us. And we have a chance to never let that happen again. Never let another one of your friends' lives or a family's members' lives be taken. And um, that's what that vaccine provides. And for sports, we don't want to be talking about sporting events being major super spreader events, right? You don't want to go somewhere and be like, well, that game was tarnished by the fact that um, a bunch of people got COVID after that. And now we can't have another game, right? Like in Argentina or wherever they're supposed to have a major tournament they moved it to Brazil. And, you know, it's like, we're, we don't want to see any more of those cancellations movements. We want to just see this pandemic go. And in the US, we're, we're a lot of, we're very, um, you know, fortunate. We, a lot of us, we have access, we all have access to the vaccine already. Some of those other countries, and my friend Petey, and and doctor a dentist in canada just only got his first was only able to get his first shot um so far and this is already june and he's only had his first shot and he's a a medical professional and in the in america people can just at this point just be like man i don't feel like getting it anybody can already say that and that's that's just crazy that's a huge privilege that we have in the united states um to be able to to curb um, the amount of cases and to end the pandemic ultimately end this pandemic is possible right now if, as people um, become inoculated against the virus and we can get back into the stadium and do what we love uh, bradley says you need a sports travel show on espn asap thank you bradley and i, I do i have something a little bit in the works i want to yeah i want to share a lot of those experiences with people that i had like walking into um you know every time i flash to different places like going to wimbledon and in England are going to you know Melbourne Australia to watch the Australian Open like all these places provided like a feeling a memory a flashpoint in my life that I can turn back to and always remember and 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 smile about and reflect upon even if it feels like I've gone to so many places they all are special right going to Ohio this past couple weeks ago and and watching Hawaii win the men's national championship in volleyball was incredible I mean like how many times have we even seen the team I mean hardly i mean the answer is hardly because since 1987 this is the first team national championship that the school has won the school the entire school all the sports won since then so yes it's a very rare moment in time and to say i was there is is really exciting for myself because it's something that i love you know i talk about you know how much i love a team uh, in men's volleyball speaking of that i mean i always bring up um you know that photo of me and brad who and brad who was just talking i i, I should bring that photo up again you know, two of us as kids, as 12-year-old kids in the arena, you know, it's like that's where, oh, wow, look how big that photo is. Um, you know, that's where a lot of that love was started, you know, a lot of that um, desire to be there. So <laughs> so that's me when I was 12. you we were watching uh, the stream. I put a picture of myself and Brad from our um, our 12th year of life and going to this the arena and watching the men's volleyball team so to watch the same volleyball team that i would go and watch as a kid with my best friend as a kid and get to sit there and watch them play and then as an adult you know whatever 25 years later uh, be able to watch them win the national championship is really incredible it's a part of the same story you know it's it's not like it's uh separate events it's a part of the same story of my life it's of uh, following these teams it's um major life events, even, uh, my, maybe not as big as like, you know, my appendix being removed last year or something that I, I remember the pain from those things. These are positive memories and things that are, are positive and joyful memories. And and that's the difference when you are, um, you know, going to doing things that you love. And I always guarantee that you're going to have a great time and you're going to really love it. If you're able to, to go out on the road and be changed by the people that you meet, by the people that, um, you know, will help you along the way from opposing fans that will want to get to know you. um, You'll be changed by those experience experiences. You'll be a different person. And I'm excited to help people continue to experience experience those um, experiences. It's a very seems very redundant, but it is. It's true. Those are adventures and those are experiences and those are memories. And I use those words a lot because ultimately that is the gift to take away you're literally are taking away that memory and um i i hope that you know a lot of you um are excited as i am because we'll all be back in the stands soon and uh, things will hopefully get closer back to normal but it'll be a new normal and we'll all have to adjust uh but things are looking up things are definitely starting to feel more normal again at least on the sports front definitely with stadiums starting to open on the mainland you're all gonna be able to see your teams play. Very likely when the NFL season starts in the fall, I don't w I doubt we'll see any um reduced capacities or closures. I think we'll have a great season and look how fast. Last year, a year ago, when I was talking on the show and I was stressing about the fact we were gonna get in the stadium and it was it was a hard year. I had to be creative, you know. I had to um I was able the games that I were able to go to for Hawaii at least, um, like the New Mexico Bowl I covered, uh the Fresno game I covered as media i got to go to wyoming um and be there as a fan as well but if you saw my vlog you see some of our vlogs in hawaii sports fans go check it out we're gonna have another vlog i have to make more vlogs i'm gonna make more videos too this summer so that's another thing i want to do because i want to share those experiences more by um going back to them and revisiting them and i have all this great coverage and footage um, from a lot of these places um and then you know in uh january getting to go to two playoff games in kansas city being in the cold in arrowhead stadium uh, I got to see the Chiefs, you know, beat the Browns and then beat the Bills in the AFC Championship, and then you know, see them play in Tampa and lose to the Buccaneers. Uh, but it was still a fun experience, and I got to go to Orlando on that trip to to Florida and watch the Magic play against the Bulls in Amway Center, um, and all the people around Orlando kind of pretend that the you know pandemic just didn't happen or anything. So that's a very in- interesting experience too, uh, going to some of these states and just seeing how it's how they've operated differently or even the cities cities within the same state but how um, certain businesses operate and it's just been such a great learning experience for me and um, I know it's something that I I look forward to continuing to do as we uh, move our way into 2021 football season Um, check us out though hisportsfans.com if you are um, you know have access to the internet which you probably do if you're listening to this because this is only internet accessible show but if you go to hisportsfans.com, please join our mailing list. I uh, will continue to I'll get on our webmaster. <laughs> hey, webmaster, you need to fix something. Because, you know, there are all these employees in front of me that are going to, you know. It's just me, of course. I'm everything. That is me, webmaster. But at the end of the day, I appreciate all of you and all the support. And thank you. I'm excited for uh the fall i'm excited for our, our trip to ucla we're going to be in vegas we're going to be in oregon state we're going to be in sofi all these cool places check us out hisportsfans.com be a part of our new vip sports fans club coming up soon we'll talk about it all but it's another wednesday night here on hi sports fans the Wayne Cueto show thanks for joining us guys aloha